Looking for a good book? Or need tips on writing your own book? Need help with publishing, self-publishing or more information on audiobooks? Welcome to Authors and More. All your writing needs under one roof. So my guest today is Leslie Gang, who's the co-founder of Hindi's Libraries. So welcome, Leslie. It's great to have you on the show today. Hi, Karen. So excited to be here. Yes, yeah, so we had a mut- we have a mutual colleague, don't we, call Dawn um, Menge, who recommended that we get together and chat on the podcast today. So tell us all about Hindi's Libraries, all about Hindi and how it all began. So it's actually a very bittersweet story. Um, I um, have always worked in the education field at PR and marketing in various schools. And I, at the time, it was 2018, I'd been working at my alma mater, actually, as the director of PR and marketing. And my role kind of led me to, um, I guess, the face of the school, but also the liaison between the community and the parents and teachers and whatnot. And so... Um, in 2018, I got a phone call from a parent of the school um, whose name is David Cannerfogel, whose wife was a teacher at the high school. Um, her name was Dr. Hindi Krinsky. Uh, in addition, she was also a parent of five children in the school. Wow. Um, who were eight, a four-year-old, and then she actually had a one-year-old who was going to be entering um, the following year. So... Something that everyone knew about Hindi and her children is that they were tremendous bookworms. The triplets were known as the five-year-olds reading Harry Potter. So even if you oh, didn't really? have a... <laughs> oh, I know those kids. They're the five-year-olds walking around with Harry Potter books. Uh, <laughs> and Hindi was this dynamo educator who was on her way to just being promoted to the um, curriculum coordinator. <clears throat> and she was helping integrate all of the different subjects at the high school. And like I had said in the beginning in 2018, which is where we are right now, in August of 2018, I get a phone call from David who did not know really how to get the words out to let me know Hindi had very suddenly passed away. Oh, terrible. Now Hindi had Crohn's disease, which she was managing, um, but she passed from a complication of Crohn's and um, basically, uh, felt she had a stomach ache and um, unfortunately um, it kind of snowballed into something much more complicated, completely sudden and unexpected. And now I'm getting this news on behalf of the school where I work. And it was my responsibility to then contact the heads of school, the executive directors and kind of rethink of what are we supposed to do? And when I say we, I don't mean me, Leslie, I mean the school, the students, the family, what now? So Leslie, um, let me just double check with you. What was the name of the school that Hindi worked at and the school that you're at and where are you? So um, the school that I had worked at at the time where she worked was called Hafter. Um, and it was a private school in Long Island, New York, which is right. where we are based. Yeah. Basically, my role at the school at the time had then led me to now all of a sudden accept massive amounts of um, offers from the community, whether it was restaurants looking to give free meals, after-school programs in the area that wanted to provide free programming. Because now you have David, father of five, trying to balance everything, whose baby is one. Um, And so I just basically called him and I said, listen, 
I'm going to make lists of everything that's being thrown at us and they'll be, you'll have them. This is clearly not on your mind right now, but in a month when you need a carpool or you need a babysitter or what to do with your eldest for an hour in the evenings, I will organize it for you. I will be the first one to say that Hindi and I were not close. David and I were not close. I knew Hindi as a colleague, my job being in public relations of the school. And when it came time to recruit new students, um, we knew that Hindi had to be at the forefront of the high school events because once you met her, you were just drawn to her and her energy um, and her passion for reading and literacy and getting kids um, reading books that maybe they never thought they'd be interested in. So that was my relationship, very much a superficial one. And simply by receiving all of this information from members of our community, I developed a friendship with David. And a couple of weeks later, um, the early fall of 2018, I had been speaking with a colleague who was the head of school for the lower division where the triplets were at the time. Uh, she said, you know, we need to do something for Hindi in her memory. Let's think about it. Obviously it has to focus on books. We know that, but we need to think. Um, it happens to be, I was sitting in Boston um, at the time when the phone call came at a park with my family. And right next to me was a little free library structure. Now, many of you may know these, they're those little wooden boxes on corners in parks by the libraries. And the premise of them is give a book, take a book. They're just community little structures. They look like tree houses or wooden houses. Sometimes they're in old mailboxes or newspaper. Similar boxes. things here, you know, in various places. I know what you mean. Yeah. So actually, um, it's owned by Little Free Library, which is an international nonprofit that spearheads these efforts all over the world. And I looked at the, I called the principal back. I said, I think I know what we can do. Let's call our um, maintenance staff. Let's have them build this. Let's paint it. Let's talk to David and the kids and see what would Hindi have wanted to be painted on it. And then we can do a beautiful opening ceremony with the students and have them each bring a book to fill. So now everyone feels like they were a part of this and we, and we would place this structure in the center courtyard of the building. Um, and that was the plan. And the ceremony took place in the late fall of 2018 by the time we had built it and thought about the artwork for the outside. And so it was a beautiful ceremony. One of David's triplets played the violin, the principal spoke um, and children brought some books and it was wonderful. Fast forward, you know, three weeks later, I get a phone call um, and the basic gist of the phone call is, hey, Leslie, do you have any idea why there are 500 books in the principal's office? When we asked the kids to bring one, did you say something to anybody? 500 said, books, where'd you put those kind? Where, where'd you put those numbers? <laughs> we, hey, David and I swooped them out of her, the principal's office. We took them to our houses. We made labels with a photo of Hindi, a quote from a former student discussing Hindi's love of literacy. And we called a few local organizations within the five, 10 minute area who service children in need. And we said, you know, we, we have an extensive amount of books. We're going to drop them off. As we're getting rid of these books, every time we turn around, someone else heard that we're taking books, which we were not at the time. And magically, outside of our houses, there were bags and boxes and bins. More books arriving. Goodness. Uh, and so we sat down again and I said, you know, I think we're tapping into something here. There is this lack of um, resource for people who have books and don't know what to do with them. 
And it seems like we are now those people. Yeah. Um, but so not even tell us they were, we would just get home to, you know, books at our door. And so we said, okay, there's something here. And so we established Hindi's libraries, which was a nonprofit. We started by contacting, you know, nonprofits in the area who service children that we can drive to or that they could pick up. And at some point we said, you know, like if we're going to do this, go big or go home. And we started branching out to all 50 states. Um, and then we got international inquiries, which we've been able to figure out ways to ship books. And so fast forward from now 2018 to 2022, we've collected almost 400,000 books. We've That's shipped, incredible, isn't it? Uh, Absolutely. Can you imagine what would Dr. Hindi think about that now? I, I hope she would be very proud and feel fulfilled that her goal is being continued by her friends and family. Of course, the main core of our volunteer group are still locals, many of whom know Hindi or have known of Hindi from a first or second person connection. So there still is a very meaningful connection and community aspect to this grassroots nonprofit, even though we're shipping all over the world to 700 different nonprofits. The basis of my volunteers and even most of the donors, they're coming, you know, book donors, they're coming from the New York, New Jersey area who have a relationship and it's been really wonderful. Um, we certainly take it one day at a time. Uh, well, David you've got and I. Various depots then now where that where people can drop off these books yeah. scattered all over all over the country. Um, so this is kind of where we're at. We have in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, which are the three tri-states. We call them the tri-state area here. We have drop-off locations. Then we partner with people all over the country, and we help them run book drives in their area whatever state that may be. And we help them find a recipient that they can transport the books to. So we're kind of doing a micro version of what we do with a group like a school or a children's yeah. office. You live these are all evening. volunteers, I take it, Leslie, as well, are they? Yes, yeah. uh, we are volunteer-based. I work full-time, David works full-time. We each are raising our own respective families and kind of juggling um, our passion for Hindi's libraries, whatever free moments we have. So, Leslie, we're just going to take a short break to, uh, to give a shout out to our sponsors, and we'll be back in a few minutes' time. Let me introduce our sponsor, Everything Genetic Limited, specialists in preventative healthcare testing, helping people to identify to see if they are at risk of developing common hereditary cancers and heart conditions. Based in Nantwich, Cheshire, they partner with some of the UK's market-leading laboratories, supplying revolutionary genetic tests to healthcare providers and patients for the detection, diagnosis and treatment planning of cancer, heart disease and other illnesses. One of their main aims is to democratise genetic testing, meaning everyone can take control of their own well-being and healthcare to detect any problems at an early stage when they are most treatable. They also offer a COVID testing service which is on the government list, initially launched to support clinical partners who were unable to get patients in during the pandemic. This service enables patients to come back into clinics to resume all important cancer testing and is available through over 200 partner companies. They offer a comprehensive range of coronavirus COVID-19 test kits 
and services for individuals, healthcare providers and employers. For more information, visit their website, everythinggeneticlimited.co.uk. So welcome back. We're talking to Leslie Gang, co-founder of Hindi's Library. So welcome back, Leslie. So we're talking about how many books that have been donated so far and all the fabulous volunteers that are helping distribute these books. So give us an idea where the books actually go and who benefits from these books. Absolutely. It really varies. Um, Our goal is to get the books into hands of children who cannot afford them or are in special circumstances. So we've worked with Title I schools, which receive funding from the state where all the children receive free lunch. We work with homeless shelters. We work with food distribution programs. We work with hospitals who really receive the new books that we get donated due to immunity and, uh, you know, concerns of touching gently used We work with little free library stewards. These are people building their own boxes in their communities known as book deserts, where there are no libraries or bookstores, or the community itself does not have the means to purchase books. So we'll help them fill their boxes. Then we have very random organizations, you know, youth groups servicing children, you know, who need a little bit of guidance. Then we have foster care agencies, We have reached out and spoken with so many various nonprofits. There are so many wonderful people supporting children that may not be literacy focused primarily, right? Like the foster care group Comfort Cases, which just opened a UK branch, actually. Um, The founder, Rob Shear, he helps children entering the foster care system into their first home from a homeless shelter or wherever they are coming from. Instead of going into their home with a trash bag, He provides them with a beautiful duffel bag with personal essentials, clothing, toothpaste, shampoo, whatever that may be. And now he puts in books. That's incredible. I'd love to know the name of that. I can put that out as well. And maybe people can can support that. that, uh, That's amazing what he does. But I've got a list of, like you say, a list of where the books go. You've mentioned homeless shelters and foster care agencies, agencies, food distribution programs as well. Daycare centres, orphanages, and, and like you say, outpatient services, domestic abuse shelters, the list goes on, doesn't it? It does. I mean, anyone who reaches out that they support children who really need these books, that's who we're getting them to. And it's, a re- it's really heartfelt, isn't it, when you think that there's no affordability to, to purchase these types of books when they're not overly expensive, it just goes to show you know, society and poverty today, I guess, and what's, you know, in, in, in the communities. It's, it's very humbling, but also very, it kind of like shatters your thoughts about, you know, what everyone is capable of. Um, the statistic I think that hits me the most, um, and I share this whenever I can, and it really like breaks it in a moment, in a middle class or high class, you know, family home, where the income is, you know, above average or average, there's approximately 13 books to a child. Okay, sounds okay. Yeah, that sounds okay. In a low-income community, one book shared by 300 children. That's the average. No, one book by 300 children. Yes. So that's their education as well, isn't it? That's, That's everything, isn't it? Because I think it's so important to be surrounded by books even if they're not going to pick them up and read them straight away, the fact that they're there in the background 
Look at my background. It's fake books, but it's still books. It's so important, isn't it, to surround our children, uh, our children with books. So let's talk about the book drops then. Tell us more about that. Yes. So in we have a few ways people can get books our way. In the tri-state area, as I mentioned before, on our website, there are book drops that are open. Typically, they're businesses that we've partnered with that can accept books on our behalf. And you follow the business hours based on, you know, whenever they're open and you can drop off. And that's primarily in New York, New Jersey and Connecticut. Right. Anywhere else, um, if you're, you know, located elsewhere and you have books you'd like to get our way, there's a phenomenal website that has given us a tremendous discount called givebackbox.com. Now what they give back box.com and now what they do is for $15 you can print a label from UPS and you can ship any box any size any weight now for any of you shoppers or people who like to ship heavy things a book a box of books that I ship that's about 30 pounds costs me $25 But if you find a four foot box that can sustain 75 pounds, imagine you had a microwave ordered or, you know, a large piece of furniture. If that book can sustain the weight of the boxes of the books, rather, that will cost you $15 flat rate. Now, is this just within the United States, though? That is a great question. I will find out and let you know. I'm I'm wondering, obviously, outside of the States, can people help out and donate some wonderful books? Yes. So I think the best way we've partnered with our international friends, um, quite honestly, um, if you'd like to send us one or two books by mail, I think that might be the limit. But otherwise, we have wish lists. We have charity wish lists where if you you know, want to support us with a book, it might be the easiest to follow us on social media and follow our wish list and send us a book through Amazon or one of our registries. The other option, which is probably for me, the most meaningful and for our listeners, the easiest, why don't we work together to run a book drive? And I will guide you remotely and we will find a place for your books in your hometown. We will help you do the legwork. We will talk to you from the point of collecting those books and where to get those from and all the way to the point of where am I donating them to. So if you're listening anywhere in the world and you have books in your home, even if it's a home library of 30 or 40 books, why not partner with your neighbors or with your children's school? And let's collect a little bit more and find somebody in your community who can benefit from books. We will do that hard work for you and we will help you. Brilliant. And also, you've been on many TV shows as well, haven't you? Talk us through that. Some fame to go with it as well. It's very exciting. I think um, I think because we are like a grassroots, homegrown type of nonprofit without the, listen, let's be quite clear. We don't have the financial backing of the philanthropical you know, donor. It's all hard work. So when we can get uh, acknowledged and reach a larger audience, to me, that's so worthwhile, specifically because that exposure helps us make new partnerships. Now, whether that's an organization who said, I need those books and I never heard of you, or a book donor who says, I want to help and I've never heard of you. That's what's important because our, we, what we're doing is so easy, right? If we just break it down like I just did, 
knock on my neighbor's door, collect 20 books, call my children's friends, collect 40 books. I have books. I drop them somewhere where books are needed or we arrange a pickup and look at the tremendous kindness you've done with zero dollars in your pocket. Just going back to the book drops as well. So say, for example, people in the UK wanted to help. Could they distribute the books though within the UK? Absolutely. Yeah, not necessarily sending them back to the USA, but they can send, they can obviously via Amazon send books to you as well, but they can have a, a, a depot as such with a community of people and uh, distribute them to similar kind of children in need within the UK area or whatever country they're in. I know you're at school, aren't you? <laughs> and the bell's just gone off. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Do you have to go? Are you being called? I have a few more minutes. No, we are good. Um, the answer is yes. That is exactly what our next goal is. We're trying to establish Hindi's libraries hubs where we are training groups of people all over the world to collect those books, Ireland, Australia, India, wherever you are hearing me from. Let us tell you how we've done what we've done and let us pass that torch to you and you can start doing that. You can start running a book drive finding your books in your community and finding a recipient in your community, wherever you are listening to me from. And we will help you remotely from New York, collect those books, help your community see what books you're collecting, get you media exposure with your local newspapers and bloggers and find a recipient in your town, whether you're in Manchester or Dublin or wherever you're listening, we'll find a group that's supporting children and we'll help you get those books you've collected to that organization right yeah sounds sounds really good so you've also got some exciting news or a new project that's coming up can you tell us a bit about that absolutely we have two wonderful projects um we have been working with a lot of children's authors really all over the world um we've launched a campaign called pages for pause now we have a major pet company called red barn pet products they are sponsoring um, this incredible match so that for every book we receive donated, gently used or new, that focuses on an animal or pet, they are matching it with one day of pet nutrition for a Long Island animal in a rescue or shelter. Oh, wow. As of today, oh, sorry. That's your school bell. <laughs> As of today, we've collected 890 books, which is 890 pets getting nutrition. That's brilliant. Yeah a major book publisher who is on their way to give us a bulk donation. I'm waiting for the final number. And we are culminating this in New York with a pet adoption event. So hopefully we will get some furry friends into their forever homes um, in New York, which is really wonderful. And that's happening at the end of May. So for this initiative, if you're listening and you're not local, we have a wish list where we've partnered with independent children's authors who've added their books to our registry. So when you make a purchase on the Amazon wish list, which you can find on any of my social media platforms, you will support not only the children's author, not only Hindi's libraries by receiving that book, but a pet will also receive a day of pet nutrition. Three wonderful different groups are getting benefits from one book purchase, which is wonderful. That is absolutely uh, wonderful. Really and, wonderful. That's brilliant. And the most current and most recent campaign we just launched is called our Read, Plant, Repeat campaign in um, celebration of Earth Day and Earth Month. 
so that for every five books we receive about nature or the environment, Treatum, which is actually a UK-based company that um, helps plant trees and create forests and help farmers and you know those working in the fields help understand how to sustain their farms, they will plant one tree for every five books we receive with a goal of 50 trees and creating a Hindi's library's forest. Oh, that's uh, gorgeous, isn't it? How beautiful is that? It's wonderful. We similarly have created a wish list. So if people don't have any books at home or cannot ship to us, we've worked with independent authors who are focusing on the environment and nature. And someone can go online and purchase one book from our registry if they don't want to ship a book or donate a book, you know, physically to us. And that will count towards the match as well. And these are just, and, you know, you asked before how someone can support us from the UK or Ireland, even if you don't want to buy the book, these ideas have come to us with our supporters. If you see something that you think we can benefit from, or we can work together on collaborating on, this is how these ideas started. It's just by like-minded people working together, having a chat and seeing what good can be done in the world and how we can kind of break the barriers, go out of the you know, box of just getting books into the hands of children. What else can we do? Who else can we talk to, to do something good? And that's how we've grown and developed over the years. Yeah, because also there's going to be adults that are going to be needing books in a similar position as children. We've got homeless adults as well, haven't we? And, and adults in need, and they'd, they'd also benefit from these books as well. Now, how's David doing in the family? I bet they're blown away by what's happened with Hindi's libraries. Um, I, I think definitely it's very, at days and times, overwhelming. Um, I know that his family calls them mom books. And actually, his, <laughs> his, uh, the twins, the two girls from his triplets, are actually having their bat mitzvah event, their major... 12th celebration in the Jewish culture. And as part of the celebration, they are running a book drive in their school for their mom and their mom's oh. organization. And at the event, which is just coming up, um, we will have the attendees of the event label the books, write a letter inside the books, and we will be donating the books that they collect. And I I'm, I'm honored to be a part of something so special in memory of a woman who was so inspiring and empowering. Definitely. Oh, well, Les, it's been so great talking to you today. I know you've got to go because you're at school at the moment, aren't you? You're working. But before you go, so to help our listeners, how they can get in touch with you and if they want to get on board, just fire away how, how you're contactable. Sure. So um, our website is hindislibraries.org. So it's H-I-N-D-I-S, isn't it? Correct. And the word libraries, plural, dot org. Um, any social media outlet, um, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, will any contact button, any message button will go directly to me. Um, all of our email addresses are there. We are very active on social media. We try to be very responsive. So if you have an idea or a suggestion or a concern, or you'd like to support us or donate to us financially or with books, everything you need is on um, social media and on our website. And I try to be as responsive as I can within the hour to start brainstorming and, you know, working together. Brilliant. So Leslie, I believe you're also an author yourself. Tell us about your book. Yes. So I just um, have re released a book called, But Family is Forever, uh, published by Pennant Publications. 
And it's a very short rhyming book. I've always loved to rhyme and to write. And this was something that, you know, I kind of did during lockdown. Everybody did something. Um, I sat and wrote a little rhyme, rhyming book. And um, I think it's special to, in my opinion, because it focuses on the importance of family, um, despite all the fun and exciting things you like to do in your life, um, like playing guitar or going to the theater or playing basketball. At the end of the day, family is what matters. Um, but most importantly, I partnered with an amazing and talented illustrator, Misha Narducci, who represents on each page a different family dynamic, different genders, different ages, different skin colors, different race, different ethnicity. And the goal is for not only children to remember that family is everything, but hopefully to see, this. Their, yeah, to see their family in one of the photos. Um, and it's been great. And we have a very exciting announcement to make about a partnership with an organization and this book. So stay tuned for that. But most importantly, um, I didn't do this book to, you know, make a dollar on it. Thank goodness I work full time. I have my career. But every dollar that is my end, my proceeds from the publishing company, it's going right to Hindi's libraries for our shipping needs and all of our funding needs. So I'm hoping that the sales um, will help support our nonprofit and get books into the hands of children. And um, my goal is to put one of these books into every box we ship. So it's exciting to be able to kind of sign it, you know, put it on the top of the box. So they see that, you know, I'm giving something of mine that I worked hard on in addition to the labor of love of Hindi's libraries as well. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, well, Leslie, I wish you all the best uh, with the work that you're doing. All the best, obviously, with Hindi's libraries and how they progress. And I think it's time that you get back to class. Yeah, go to my office. <laughs> Aaron, this was so enjoyable sharing our story. I'm so grateful that you, you know, listened and helped us get the word out there about us. No worries at all. It's been great to meet you. Take care. You've been listening to Authors and More. All your writing needs under one roof. If you have any questions, then visit my website at karenkellypodcast.co.uk or send me an email at letstalk at karenkellypodcast.co.uk. Authors and More is part of the Appetite for Life podcast series sponsored by Everything Genetic Limited.